0: I'm Little Luna and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live.
1: What's up guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am reunited, but actually in person here with Little Luna. I can't believe like this time has finally come. It feels like it's been a long time.
0: I'm so excited yeah. and I'm happy that you're here in my living room.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting me come to your to your special place. I feel like every artist has that that space where like they just want it for themselves, especially when you're creating your you're prepping for an out for music to drop. Like you Want to have that mentality like a hundred percent, no matter what your space is, and so I appreciate you having me here,
0: yeah, you're welcome. this is my this is literally we're like in my morning meditation space, yeah. <laughs> so I spend a lot of time here, and it deeply influences my music so i'm I'm happy that you're here, yeah. and I'm happy that we are out of the phase of the few past years where we like couldn't seriously. be in person. so this is lovely to have you here,
1: seriously, likewise, now, let's talk about this new e p through the self because this is like pure perfection uh we talked about one song before and now that the entire thing is out like every single song has a meaning has a purpose and has a reason for you to stick around and 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 stay there you know like i love this entire body of work that you've created and you know as an artist when you're about to release that body of work like what really goes behind the scenes to kind of figure out like why this is the body of work you need to you want to release at this moment and why these tracks are important for this body of work?
0: Yes, so the whole kit and caboodle has been a process over the last year and a half and the first song that I made that I knew would be for like what my team and I call like my new era even though I I only started releasing music two years ago and my first two singles (laughs) my first two singles I relate to them very much like they don't sound that different from what I'm doing now but um I went into the studio with Matt Pauling and Sierra Deaton and we wrote last time and the way that um the season of life I, that I was in, uh, it was right before the Great Conjunction. And I felt, and and like really, and I mean, according to who you talk to, like, are we in the Age of Aquarius? Uh, maybe we've been here. Maybe it's just happening now. Everyone has a different opinion on that. But I felt very connected to the fact that we were like stepping into the Age of Aquarius. There's the Great Conjunction. And I was going into the studio with Matt and Sierra. And um, I've always loved music from the 70s. But all of those things combined just felt like that is what I wanted. That was the energy that like, um, has been influencing my life. And so I wanted to make music from that space of like, um, just like a free creative, like all love all the time space. And Matt, because of how he produces and all of the instruments that he plays and the gadgets that he's built and created last time, we, I walked away with that song, just feeling like this feels like a new era of my music, even though once yeah. again, it hasn't been out for very long. Um, and that was the first song that I knew, okay, I want to start putting together an EP. Um, not just because I had a little bit of a new sound, but for me, like I love listening to, an artist's body of work. I love hitting track number one and I listen to it the whole way through. And then once I have like ingrained it into my being, then I'll start to like put it on shuffle and and go all around. Um, But I... As I'm like first and foremost a music like lover myself and I didn't want to just have singles out on the platforms. I wanted to have a full body of work that even if I can't make vinyls and CDs right now, someone could still hit track one and listen the whole way through and go on a journey with me. Um, so this last year and a half... I've been in the mindset of knowing I want to put an EP together. So what are the tracks that fit best for Through the Self? And Last Time being the first one, um, Under the Wave, track two, The Glass, track three, Thief, track four, Roads, track five, and then the Guided Meditation track is last, which we'll get into. Um, But yeah, over the last year and a half, creating songs a lot with Matt and Sierra and then a few other producers and writers as well, um, overall the arching theme is that you can change at any time and you're allowed to change and I'm allowed to change and I'm allowed and allowing myself to make this music and shift careers and do something that I don't necessarily have training in, but know that I'm allowed to take up space in the music industry. And, um, for the EP as a whole, Whenever you're listening through, I think like it really is a journey of um, tapping into yourself and allowing yourself to question like, have I changed? What what do I think about this? Like, do I have a different opinion on this? Like, are the friends in my life right now friends who really like see me and like get me as this newer version of myself? And um, I mean everyone who listens is on a different walk of life. So I'm I'm sure it'll speak to people differently. But for me, it's really just the songs lyrically are my reflection of my own self-discovery journey that I'm on. And when I go into the studio, I can't seem to write about anything but that. (laughs) So it wasn't um, challenging to pick which tracks were going to be on this because each time I went in, I'd be like, I should try to... Right about, it always just goes back to me (laughs) connecting with myself or, like, figuring out something, um, facing myself, you know, whatever it might be. Um, So it was, like, picking the actual songs for the EP was easy because each one that I made, I was like, okay, this is for the EP. This is for the EP. Um, And then, of course, there are songs that didn't make the cut, but it doesn't mean that they won't come out. Mm. It just, they weren't... um, the strongest for this body of work. Yeah.
1: Now, and, I, and I love that there's multiple producers as well. And But even though there is multiple producers, it doesn't seem like completely different songs within every track. Like it, It's very cohesive. So how did you go about having these different producers and still having that same kind of sound?
0: Thank you. I love that it sounds cohesive to you because um, that was a huge goal of mine. I think one of the ways that no matter who was producing it, it still stayed together um, was partly because I'm a writer on every song. Mm -hmm. So I think I just, uh, the way in which melodies like come to me and lyrics come to me, um, I'm not saying they're like the most unique thing in the world, but they just, it, it seems like I have a pretty set process of like how I write little Luna
1: way. I guess so.
0: I guess so. So it's like that, you know, Artie was kind of in alignment. And then sonically I would normally bring in a few references to each producer, but like take each producer, the same reference, even if I wasn't going in that style that day. Um, like each producer, I was like, I would love to pull from Jefferson airplane. And even if the song we were creating sounds nothing like Jefferson airplane, they know the base underneath is that I'm trying to do not even trying to, but, um, I think it was helpful for me to give each producer and each person, like, I want to do a Jefferson, Ro- Jefferson Airplane meets Maggie Rogers. And then, and then, like, always, I'd always tell the producer, and then I want them to put their own, mm-hmm. like, sauce on it. Yeah. So for last time, it's, like, Jefferson Airplane and Maggie Rogers, but, like, Matthew Pauling. And Under the Wave, um, we had a specific reference of Time of the Season by the Zombies. Yeah. And I think that that helped make everything cohesive by giving the same song references, not that we're trying to copy those songs at all, but they, you know, music just makes you feel something. So even if it wasn't like we're trying to copy this, you know, bass pattern, it's like, no, it's just the overall vibe and the tone of those songs that I was able to bring to each person. Right. And,
1: you know, I, I love that you also kind of navigate with your voice, your vocals on this EP, um, more specifically Thief, I think, I think that might be my favorite song, um, and I think more so, like, because you get to showcase your voice a lot more, you're giving us falsettos that, like, I, I wasn't hearing on the other tracks, right, Mm so, Talk to me about "Thief" in particular, because I guess I, I guess it really is my favorite song. <laughs> I'm getting excited talking about it, but like, talk to me about like that creative process with that song in particular. And you know, when it came down to recording your vocals, did you want to do these falsettos and different vocal ranges and dynamics, or is it something that the producer came in and said like, let's try this?
0: It's so fun that that song stuck out to you because that is the one song on the EP that I made completely differently than every other song. Um, so shout out to Katie Tucker, co-writer and producer. We love female producers in this house.
1: We don't um, get enough female producers.
0: No, no. Um, and shout out to Moises Zulako, who is also a co-writer and the other producer on the song. And then Danny Sabrino, who we also wrote it with. So this song we actually wrote, I think maybe like four summers ago now at a writing camp for a pitch for another artist. Um, but that day I had had, I had gone through something literally horrific the night before. And I went into our writing camp who my friend, um, Dean Woodson was hosting. And because I knew so many people there, like I, and also like, I wear all my emotions on my sleeves. Like I, I just don't hide it at all. And your
1: songs, I mean.
0: It's, 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 it's just all there. Live shows are gonna be a whole. <laughs> it's very vulnerable. Um, but I because I felt comfortable in that space, long story short, and because I'm me, I went in that next morning and I was just a mess. I was literally like balling on the couch. And the first session of the day, I was like, Dean, I can't like I can't do it. Like I'm not, I'm not okay. Um, and he was like, I absolutely understand. By the end of the day, I, have like, by, by being, like, held and supported by people I love, um, literally just, like, in the, in a writing camp, like, people go off into different rooms and then, like, come into the living room and kitchen, like, for yeah. breaks, and I'd just be there, like, <laughs> crying on the couch or just processing. I can laugh about it now because, I don't know, you, I think you have to laugh about, like, your trauma a little bit to, to right. heal it and, and have perspective on it later on down the line, um, but by the end of the day, I was, like, I want to write about this, and, I went into the room with Moises and Katie and, um, Danny and Katie knew what was happening, but you know, not the other two. We just, we started off with a few ideas and then Katie and I have, um, we're We're very synchronized whenever we, we write like she just gets me and I, I feel like we fill in each other's blanks and when we got to the chorus of that song like the words were just flowing out of me um, but she had a lot of ideas on the melodies and she does much more falsetto stuff um, and so we wrote this you know once again technically we were going to like pitch it to an artist um, and f- yeah, four years later, as I was gathering everything for the EP, it just never sat right with me that that was going to be somebody else's song. Yeah. Because even though everyone in the room didn't know the details of what, happening, what happened, I knew what happened and I knew what I was writing about. Right. And um, I was like, I have to, this has to be my song. And so probably like six months ago, um, I reached out to all of them and I was like, hey, since another artist hasn't picked up this song yet, can we take it out of the archives? And can we redo all the production, like bring it into Little Luna's world? Um, and I would cut all of the, the vocals for it. And so Katie um, Tucker is one of my favorite vocal coaches, along with everything else she does that I've already named. And she, I went into the studio and vocally, I think it was just her and I the day that I did all of it. Um, the vocal takes. And then I brought in my violinist, Ali Stamler and my friend Luke, who's an insane guitarist, does a lot of stuff for Jaguar twin. Um, And had them lay down parts that really just, I just, when I listened to it, I was like, I love this song, but to me, it, it didn't feel cohesive to the other songs on the EP. So bringing in the strings, bringing in the guitar, Katie and Moises really going in on the production brought it all into a space that I think is now cohesive with Little Luna's world. But because of the nature of how it was written and who it was written with, you're right, it does give a bit of a different vocal yeah. performance. Yeah. And it's
1: interesting that you said, like, they did a lot with the production because I still feel like. The production is your voice and everything else is just laid under and and that's what i really loved that's what i really loved because it's like you're showcasing your voice like Mm -hmm. uh i love your voice in the first place and i hate to say it but like when your voice when you're singing something that's so vulnerable to you like that voice that crack that 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 feeling emotion Mm -hmm. when the listener feels it or or when the listener hears it they start to feel it and like that's what really like got my attention
0: that's how I feel about Rhodes, actually too. Because Rhodes, um, same way, went into the studio, was crying. Um, but Rhodes, uh, that's how I feel when I sing that song still. I think that is my favorite from the EP. And um if you've, you know, already listened to the song, no matter what you're going through, I think that one is the most relatable because it's it is basically telling the narrative of like I am stuck. I do not know where to go next. I do not know what to do next. It's almost like paralyzing. Um, but knowing that whatever you choose, you will be all right. Like you will, you will be all right. And it never feels like that in the moment, but it, but you will. And, um, that song to me is so special. And the, the build at the end, the I'll be all right, those we did in one take. So those four that build and like when my voice goes up and crack cracks, like that's just one take matt was like matt produced it um and he was like okay this take i don't want you to worry about getting the notes right because i'm still a baby singer like i have no formal training in singing (laughs) so i whenever i like well thank you but it but (laughs) it is the truth um i've been singing my whole life but like just never any like formal training um and so when we get to like kind of like more challenging vocal parts matt knows like i kind of hold myself back because there is that you know it's i'm just a human there's that like even though it's silly and everyone in the room's like rooting for you, there's that fear that even, even if logically you're like, just sing it, your throat's like, ah, yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm not like confident in it. Um, but he was like this take, I don't care if you get the notes, right. I just want you to feel it. And that I've found is a very helpful thing for producers to tell me when we're recording final vocals. Um, because there's something that, there's something that just comes out and like most of the notes are there. And, um, I love that you love my voice, my intention as an artist is the overall everything like, yes, it's my voice, but it's, it's the lyrics. It's the way that I put together music videos. Um, it's the overall message. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy my voice or think that you're,
1: you're a full body of work. It's not just one thing that you,
0: yes. Like uh, obviously like not trying to be like an Ariana Grande or an Adele or, you know, and they do it all too, but they're, they're vocally like trained and it's, incredible and but like not only is that not my strong suit it's really not what I'm going for like I would like to sing and sing well and I'm learning how to do it better and and safer and healthier for my voice um but it's really like the overall like experience and especially once I have live shows I really want it to be the overall experience um of the vocals with the visuals with the message with the meditation you know everything all together um so thank you for saying that and that's how I feel how you feel about Thief is how I feel about Roads. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's I'm just in love with this project and like I I love that it's finally out. Like I love that, you know, it took whatever time it took for you to create it because I feel like if it was out sooner, if it was out last year, it wouldn't have had that same kind of impact. Like I feel like you had to live mm-hmm. the the moments. I had to you had to live the different production um like sessions to to get to where we are today, um, on top of that, like going back to you basically being the entire body of work, like I do love how cohesive everything is about your projects it 's like you have your your album, you have your songs, but you also have the promo, you also have the video like you mentioned, and just everything the aesthetics is just like one big body of work like what really goes on behind the scenes that we don't know of? Cause usually artists just focus on the music and then they have a team behind there, but you don't, <laughs> you're like, you, you don't stop working. And like, that's what it shows. And that's what I really appreciate about you as well. But like, what does that behind-the-scenes look for, for us that don't yeah. know about it?
0: Oh, thank you. That just, like, got me got me all emotional. As I said, I, I bear it all. <laughs> um, I do, and I do just want to say, like, I have a small but incredible team, and none of this would get done without them, too. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it is, it's not just me. But in the regard of what you're saying, the focus, for me, is not just on the music. If anything, that's just, like, one component of it. Um, but I think the like way it all ties together is because it is just genuinely my life. Um, I've been a yoga student and a yoga teacher for years, been doing, um, been having meditation in my practice and been offering guided meditations for years. And I knew that once, which is like really told in the narrative of my first single shift and go, once I allowed myself to shift and go into making music and allowing myself to change, I knew that I wanted, um, I knew that I wanted to tie all of the things together that make up me and I feel like that make like little Luna. It's all of it together. It's like my time in meditation normally is where I get my ideas for lyrics or for melodies. And like my time moving my body in yoga is normally how I like deal with stress and anxiety and like and feeling like I can actually accomplish all of this that I'm setting out to do as an independent artist. Yeah. Um, but more so, it's just through singing, through meditation, through yoga. That's where I really feel like I am able to connect to my truest self and live from that space. And it's been so freeing and life changing. And like I want that for other people. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like if I'm gonna put music out into the world like that, it's it. I only know how to tell my story, and so. I've been intentional about how can I tie it all together and even, like, make a yoga flow for every one of my singles that's, like, more so um, accessible yoga postures that someone who's never tried it could maybe be like, okay, I could, like, move around for three minutes and see what happens. Um, And that for the meditation track two that's on the EP, yes, it's 25 minutes but you will get lost in it. And I know that like messages will will come to you and speak to you and you can call that your inner voice, your higher self, God, whatever that is to you, it does come through and it has nothing to do with me. It's just the process of meditation. Just um, so letting yourself
1: relax, like yes. be in the moment. Yes,
0: and being guided too. Because um, meditation in, in silence or with music is also powerful. Um, but I do think, at least in my own life, it is helpful to be guided through and like taken on a little journey because it's easier to have your, um, mind, your mind will always bounce around to different thoughts, but it's easier to be in the present moment when someone is like guiding you through the present moment. Um, so it all, I guess that was a really long winded way to say it all comes together because it is just myself. And of course, like, like all of us, there's parts of myself that like suck. Like, not some like magical mushroom so
1: perfect little luna
0: over here no (laughs) literally not at (laughs) all um but these things that have brought goodness into my life are very strong and those are the those are the like the goodness that i want to give out with my music and all of it and just give it a go i'm just giving it a go and um hoping that people will yeah just like be able to connect to themselves deeper yeah through it through like i feel like i'm like offering just like just offering. Yeah, and
1: that's what, I mean, that's exactly what you're doing. Just listening to the EP, you take us through this like whirlwind of emotions. And, and like I said uh, last time, it's like, I feel like I go into your mind. Um, and then you close us out with this guided meditation that like helps us, like if we release tension or stress during that because we went through, we ex- we remembered moments that we experienced in the past that we kind of hid, and then you kind of brought it up with your music. that's yeah exactly that's where the meditation comes in to kind of bring you back down and relax and and you know let it speak to you what was that process like for you
0: yes but like but see but that's it and even a few seconds ago when I was like there's parts of me that suck like it's true we all have parts of us that like just suck and we have parts of ourselves that are amazing but like the parts that suck can be alchemized like the things that like hold us back the most or like are our most detrimental are things that if you are vulnerable and like brave enough to like look at them in the face, like you can alchemize it and you can like grow as a person. Um, and I think that it would be ridiculous to be like, Oh, like, and we're all just like wonderful, like people, you know, like we, we, we all have yeah, just parts of our personalities and our, our ways of doing things, um, sometimes not our fault. Things that we have, you know, um, just lived through or picked up from or gotten from our home life, whatever it might be. Um, but it all can be alchemized, especially I feel like the older you get, the more you're able to like zoom out and just like, yeah, if you're if you can be vulnerable enough to just like look at yourself from a wider perspective um, instead of like sweeping things under the rug that you don't want to deal with because it's hard, like when you're ready, can you just look it in the face and start to tackle it? And I think that the music that comes before the meditation is part of the tackling, like the song, my song, the glass, it literally, the chorus is like, I've been facing a side of myself in the glass tonight and I've realized it's okay that I look inside. Like that's from a revelation that I had when I was looking in the mirror that I was like, whoa. If I can look at these parts of myself that aren't great and not ignore them and sweep them under the rug, then I can alchemize them and I can get through them or like release them and like get them off my shoulders. Um, and I think that time in meditation is like the, yeah, like can, can be just like the healing part to that where you really can come to terms and acceptance with yourself, um, not in like a lazy way of like, well, this is just who I am. And so like, yeah. screw everyone else. But like, no, like.
1: That's how you become bitter yeah, the entire, yeah. re- the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But as I said, in one of my new TikToks, I'm like, I don't have any of the answers. Like, you don't know, you'll figure everyone figures it out for themselves. But, um, the things, like I said, that I do feel have impacted my life and like shown me how to connect to myself is just what I would like to give. Um, and I think that this body of work does that. And I hope that all my, all of my body of works do in some way, shape or form.
1: And I'm sure it will. I feel like, I feel like you're already like working on something else, but like, cause that's just the artist thing to do, right? Like, <laughs> but I do feel like it's, it's one of those things where you're never going to release something just to release something. I feel like it has to, no. you have to live it. You have to have a passion for it. You have to have a reason behind it. Um, Which is why I feel like this is so perfect.
0: Well, thank you. And then that also just made me think too, music serves many different purposes. Like, because when you said that, I was like thinking of songs that artists put time into that are just released for people to just like have fun to. Like nothing is wrong with that. Like there's music serves so many different purposes. It's just, yeah, in my own journey, I feel like it has to be intentional. It has to mean something or it just, it doesn't make sense for me to do it. Um, And I love listening to other music that's not mine, and perhaps isn't um, as introspective, but is extremely well-crafted and well put together, and it just is serving a different purpose.
1: Now, as we go back to that guided meditation, what was that recording process like? Because I don't feel like it's just like any other song, where you come in with a writer, and you come in with a, with a producer, right? Like I feel like that's more of a, like, you need to have that special space, you have to have that special emotion, and... and maybe even just do it yourself, like is that what really happened?
0: Yes, Um. so that, this meditation, Forest, um, I have been just like offering it to friends and other artists um, for years now, and it's a meditation that I've like pulled from a few different teachers in my life, and like kind of put together in one, and, and made it my own, um, and going into the studio, because I have like guided people through it so many times I told um, Jake who goes by the Finley ghost. He makes beautiful ambient music. I that. I just wanted to see if we could get it in one long take as if I was in person with you and just like, guiding you through in the moment. And so we did that. And then we listened back, which you can see in one of my, um, road to EP behind the scenes episodes on YouTube. There's a few moments where I punch in, uh, a few like words or lines just because I get like tongue tied and like, or like something I say doesn't really make sense yeah. because how I record it is I'm literally like sitting and, and that's how I guide it to like, I'm not looking at, the people i'm in the room with i'm like gu- like guiding it and going through it in my own mind um and so i wanted that to come across in the track and so it's it is all one long take there's a few moments that we went in and punched and cleaned up mainly just for like the listener's sake there if there was a distracting noise or like a fire truck went by or <laughs> whatever um we you know we cleaned that up but it's just one long take and This particular meditation is for like strengthening your visualization skills and, um, really just like tapping into your imagination, which I think is so fun. No matter what job you do, no matter what like career you're in, I think like stimulating the imagination and the creative mind is so important and can like lend into every area of your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. And you know, for me, that that word that spoke to me was slow down and it's something that i've been i've known about but it's something that i always try and hide behind me because i'm always like i want to be here i want to do this i want to do that and that's what kind of came out of it so i'm curious when you guys do this guided meditation i'm curious what that word or what that saying is like what it tells you what your mind or whatever like what comes out of this like, let us know because yeah. I'm curious.
0: Let us know either like in the comments or feel free to like DM me or like chit chat on my my Discord. We have a whole channel of like meditation talks and sharing. And um, no, first and foremost, you never have to share anything. But if you want to, like you just did, that was so cool <laughs> that you just shared your word. I wasn't planning
1: on yeah. it either. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but I do love hearing that. And it's uh, also know that if you... Um, do the guided meditation and nothing specific comes through, it's like, that's fine too. There's not a right or wrong way to meditate. There's not like a end goal of something you should or shouldn't be getting really just taking time in stillness to breathe and connect with yourself is where you're getting all of the benefits from. Um, the guided kind of visualization and imagine imagination, uh, moments that come from it are like just extra bonuses, but Do the guided meditation and yeah, put it in the comments or DM us and let us know what your word was. Mine, mine changes every time that I do it. Like it's never, it's never the same, and it always correlates to what I'm like going through. I
1: wonder if it'll do the same for me. I'll try that again.
0: Probably because like, like literally, you are not the same as you were whenever you did that. Even if you did it this morning, like we're in constant state of change, um, and so normally something different will come through my counter to that to be my own like devil's advocate is I have in different times in my life spent time in meditation where I am like seeking an answer for something and the universe God is like, it's just like not your time yet to like know it. And so I have had meditations where like I'll get the same thing like again and again. And it, and that, that's its own process. So who knows?
1: I guess that's also you like trying to get the answer that you want. uh, Cause I feel like I go through that as well. Like, When, when I, you know, when I pray about it or I ask about it genuinely, then I get what I, what I need to hear, you know, Mm -hmm. but when I don't do it and it doesn't feel genuine because I'm trying to force the answer that I want, like, I feel like I'm back in that same kind of bubble all over again.
0: Yeah. And also if you're listening, you're like, what are these hippies talking about? Like just truly trust the process. Like the more, this is just my own experience, like the more time I've spent, like, alone and quiet and in a state of meditation, either like with music or like a guide or whatever it might be, um, the more like I've been able to like channel kind of what that inner voice is. And when it's like my inner voice, that's like, just like self-serving or when it's my inner voice, that's like, this is for like the, this is for your progression, like as a human while you're on this planet and like call it whatever name you want. Um, but you know, if you're like, what? What voices, what messages, like it's it's nothing particular. It's really just like yeah. knowing how to like be, um, I don't know, like quiet enough for just anything to move through you. Just like ideas, like yeah. where do ideas come from and how do they get there? Exactly. Like it's in, even if you weren't being quiet, like you were doing something and then an idea came to you. So it's like the same, it's the same principle, I think. Um, but the more time you spend in whatever your state of like meditation is, the more you like hone that voice. And I feel like you're able to just go through life. Like, yes, this is for me. No, that's not for me or, you know, whatever it might be.
1: Yeah. Well, that was, that was perfect. This EP is incredible. Thank uh, you. Worth the wait for me. And I'm sure it's going to be the same for you guys. So if you guys haven't heard it yet, it's out now, uh, and head over to her socials. Cause she, I mean, like I said earlier, it's not just the music. It's not just the vocals. It's the entire little Luna experience. So, uh, Thank yeah, I, I can't. I, I don't know how else to close it. I think like that's it.
0: <laughs> I think that's it. Um, we can close it with if you are in Los Angeles, come to my shows this summer.
1: <laughs> please, please.
0: <laughs> we'll close it with that. But otherwise, thank you for listening to Through the Self. Um, yeah. Message me on any of the platforms and we can just chat about life, about the music. Nice.